We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Once again, it is the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast. My name is Rob Doster. That other guy you see on the screen, that is Jeffrey Goodman. Uh, We are here to kind of talk you through all of tonight's big games. There's only one of them, really, um, and talk through a little bit of what happened uh, last night. So, Jeff, let me tee you up and start you off with this because I know that uh, you're a very big Xavier fan, even though they don't have your boy Chris Matt coaching anymore. um, I know that you are. A Xavier fanboy, so talk me through the Musketeers. They just beat up on uh, on Oklahoma in a good old fa- – I, th- I think you can call that a good old-fashioned ass-kicking, right? I, ass-whooping. Ass-whooping, Rob. Not ass-kicking, ass-whooping. Uh, it was, though. It was. I mean, they dominated that game. The second half, they just – they ran away from them. And uh, this is a team uh, – I think it's an important year for Travis Steele, right? It's year three. They weren't going to get in the tournament probably last year. They didn't get in his first year. So this is a big year for him, and to start out here seven zero with a win against Cincinnati in the Crosstown Shootout, and now uh, beating Oklahoma as badly as they did, uh, really good start. They don't even have Ben Stanley, who's an absolute beast, an undersized post player um, who isn't eligible yet from Hampton, but I think next week on the sixteenth, I think everybody's going to be eligible that's in limbo. The Division One Council is going to vote, and I think everybody who's denied uh, or in limbo will will, will be cleared. But uh, Zach Fremantle, man, I, I I'm I love Zach Fremantle, absolutely love him. Saw him last year here down in Charleston. Um, they weren't great as a team down here, uh, but he was terrific. And they just have Scruggs and Fremantle that are tough as shit. And then you surround them with shooters this year. You know, they've actually got some guys that can make shots. Uh, Kiki Tandy is uh, capable, and, and they've got some other guys. Certainly, they're, they're older. Jason Carter, some of their other other guys. So I like Xavier. I think they're a tournament team this year. Yeah, I mean, I think they need to be. Um, if Travis is going to kind of live up to that reputation of the Xavier coaching pipeline, uh, it's a little bit surprising to me that they are as good as they are. I didn't think that they'd be able to recover from the loss of, of Najee Marshall. I thought that he was one of the more uh, underrated players in college yep. basketball last season, just in terms of his shot creation, uh, what he kind of provided as a defender. Um, you know, the, you talk about toughness and, and that kid had it in spades. So uh, if they're, if Travis Steele is able to get this team to the NCAA tournament, I think that's a pretty impressive uh, coaching performance. I, I did not see it coming from, him. I think I had them eighth, in the Big East, maybe and seven. They may be. 
They may be, but this win against Oklahoma, I, I think Oklahoma is probably a tournament team. Um, you know, Lon Kruger mm-hmm. generally is. I mean, generally he's going to coach him up to get him there. So, I, but but again, I, I just – I think Ben Stanley and, and, and Fremantle – and Nate Johnson was really good last night too. So, Scruggs, Fremantle, Nate Johnson, they've got a lot of guys this year. They've just got a lot of good players. Do they have that star? Maybe not, but Scruggs is a, a senior – who's just tough as shit, period. And so is Fremantle. Can we talk about your boy, Scotty Barnes? Tough as shit. That's what Scotty Barnes is. <laughs> we we got to get you some new adjectives, man. I like that one. <laughs> why, why change it? No, he, he Scotty Barnes is that guy that if he can get his shot right, and I think he will because he'll work at it, he's got everything else. Like, I love watching him just pass the ball. I got to say, like, that's the thing about him that, that that has always blown me away more than anything else. But he does everything, right? He passes it, it rebounds, and he's fearless. And we saw that at the end of the game last night. I mean, he had a terrible game for the most part, invisible after the first few minutes. And he hits, you know, the Euro step kind of high off the glass uh, to win it. And, and that was a big win, a big win for Florida State and a tough, tough loss for India. Yeah, the, the shooting, though, is – I think it's got so much further to go than I realized. Like he he might have the slowest release in the history of college basketball, and like it's it's so weird. Like he comes to the stop, and they'll he'll be shooting like little eight foot jumpers, and he's shooting set uh, set shots like he's an eighty year old man just kind of trying to flick it up there. And it's like you're you're six seven, you have that wingspan, you have that athleticism. Like learn how to shoot, bro. Come on, um, got an old school game. I, I don't know yeah. who he reminds me of. But he definitely is a guy you could put back in like the 80s and say like, all right, go to it now. And he's just got everything to him, that that shit to him. Um, But again, listen, I I think it was a tougher loss for Indiana than it was a more important win for Florida State. I think Florida State's going to be fine. Indiana, they had a couple pretty good wins, right? What, Providence, Stanford, I think Mm -hmm. Providence, Stanford, and – you know they 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 could have used that one, and they had they had opportunities. They had plenty of opportunities. Yeah, I, I'm not. That's one of those games though where both of those teams looked like top twenty five teams to me, and, and I'm I'm kind of in on this Indiana team being real good. Now it's going to depend on the shot making that they have. Like we, everyone on the planet knows how good Trace Jackson Davis is. You know, you got an All American big, you got an All American big. Uh, the problem is, I think that if you can't really space the floor. How much can you actually get him the ball? You're going to make him really have to work his ass off to, to score. And like that, going back to Iowa and kind of the conversation we had yesterday, part of what makes that offense so effective and Luka Garza so dangerous is like if you double him, you're going to give up a wide open three to a great three-point okay. shooter. Yeah. And, and, that. and, you know, you have to double Luka. And Trace Jackson Davis is is kind of – I don't think he's quite as good in the post as Luca Garza is, but he's a guy that you probably want to send help to if you're letting him go one-on-one against an average big man. Totally. And you can do it off of off of Indiana shooters and not really feel uh, all that concerned about it. Speaking of Indiana, do you know what is in the state of Indiana? Home field apparel. Home field apparel is in – Farms. Farms. A lot, a lot of farms. 
but also uh, Home Field Apparel. They are an independently owned and officially licensed collegiate apparel company. I love what they do. They've partnered with us at the start of this uh, this podcast network, Jeff. And just real quick for people that don't know, what they do is they go out and they mine all of the old school and throwback logos of your favorite teams and universities. They, they repurpose them. They turn them into awesome T-shirts. They turn them into awesome hoods. Any kind of gear that you could possibly want, they have. Uh, so if you go to homefieldapparel.com and use the promo code FIELD of 68, you get 20% off your first purchase. All right, let's talk about tonight's games. Jeffrey, the big game of the night is your San Diego State Aztecs against your Arizona State Sun Devils. And I, I really don't know where you are going to land on this. Like Bobby Hurley might be your favorite coach in the country. San Diego is your favorite city on the planet. So this this is tough for you, man. This is like the Jeff Gooden Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if Bagley, Marcus Bagley, is going to play, which I think does affect Arizona State, whether or not oh, he does. Oh, it does. It, it does, and I have some info on that. Uh, the latest, um, just for people that are listening, is Marcus Bagley was uh, listed as doubtful for the game, whatever that means. That like This is not like the NFL. It's not. Uh, I can find uh, out. Those, those injury standings are kind of whatever, but. Uh, I I make to play. He hurt his, I believe it was a king. Everyone thought he tore his Achilles against Cal, and it turns out it was just right. a capturing. It looked not, bad. It looked bad. Was not as bad, but it's one of those things. Like we saw, Kevin Durant strain his calf, and that led to a torn Achilles when he came back on the floor. So, um, if I was advising Marcus Bagley, I would tell him to kind of take his time with it. It, it. You know, no one cares about a game against San Diego State in the middle of a pandemic. It's really not that important. So you taking the four? If you're saying they're going to Oh, I'm at, I, As soon as the line came out at four, I grabbed it. And this is why. So there's a website called Hooplines. I know you're not going to like this because you're really not a math guy. But what they give you is um, on-off data for uh, for teams across the country and, and kind of lineup data for players that are on the floor. With Marcus Bagley on the floor, Arizona State is averaging 1.18 points per possession for 146 possessions this season. That would rank them as one of the best offenses in college basketball and would kind of put them in like the top five uh, offenses on basically like any college basketball season, right? Like that's that's pretty elite. Without him, they're averaging 0.87 points per possession for 82 possessions. Ooh, that sounds which, like a big disparity. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, math, like I – mean, do I have a calculator? Maybe I can get out my calculator and try to figure out what the difference is between 1.1, whatever it was, and 0.87. Sounds well, like to, to, kind of, to kind of put it into context, and you know, a lot of this stuff has to, to do with who they're playing and the level of competition, but just uh, you know, in, in the broad scheme of things, in a 70-possession game, that would roughly lead to about a 20-point difference in your scoring output based off wow. of those numbers. So Marcus Bagley on the floor has been a pretty big deal. Like He's, he's their best shooter. He's a six foot eight, two hundred fifteen pound wing on a team that has a lot of little guards. Uh, he's been—he's like the one guy that can kind of operate without having the ball in his hands. You know, like Josh Christopher kind of needs the rock to make something happen, right? Like Remy Martin, yeah. you need the ball in his hands. Alonzo Verge, you need the ball in his hands. Uh, Marcus Bagley, to me, is the guy that can kind of like space the floor and really impact a game without having to pound that thing to the ball is flat. So um, I'm assuming he's not going to play. I already fired uh, a unit and a half on it last night as soon as that line came out. Um, and just for context, even with uh, the, the question marks about Bagley, Ken Palm has that line at San Diego State plus 
three. So you're getting a little bit of value there based off of some projections. So uh, there you go, uh, Jeff. Right. I gave you, I gave you, I gave you numbers. I yeah. gave you X's and O's analysis. We talked about players being out. Like you can't even argue with that one. And, and that's why I'm going with Arizona State. <laughs> After all those numbers, you you convinced me that I feel really good right now about going with Arizona State. Period. And I'm told right. Mark Bagley is probably more questionable than doubtful. So I, I don't know. I know that Bagley family is <laughs> tough. I, I could see him playing in this game. How effective will he be? We don't know. Uh, but I have faith in Remy Martin and Josh Christopher, and uh, and I'm I'm taking Arizona State in Tempe in this one. <laughs> more questionable than doubtful. He's playing. That dude's playing. <laughs> oh, we don't know that. I don't know. No, no, I don't know that for sure. <laughs> That's what that sounded like to me. I don't me. know. I was told um, it's going to depend on warm-ups. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, wow, he's, playing. he's playing. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, the last Power 5 team to play tonight. And they got Jackson State, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And they're laying, what, 22? Something like mm-hmm. that? I don't know. Here's the thing with, with, with Ole Miss. They were actually able to do some stuff during their quarantine. Okay. They're, they're the last team. They're coming off a of quarantine. But um, I interviewed Jarkel Joyner, who was one of the three players that I talked to, and he was able to do some stuff. They were able to go in at least do, do some things individually. So I, I'm going to take Ole Miss, even though they've been um, on, a, on a long, long, long layoff, uh, given the 22, or I think it's 22. Um, against Jackson State, there. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's complete. Stay away from me. Same reason I stayed away from Tennessee against Colorado the other night. I just, I yeah. want no part of those first games. Um, when we when one team know. has been kind of yeah, yeah has been up and good. I want I want no part of that. There I mean, are two other yesterday. I think you were three and one, and I was four and two yesterday. So we did all right. I was two and two because Eastern Illinois collapsed. Uh, that, you that was, three? I don't know what happened with that one. Uh, no, I lost. Who did I lose? I won Richmond. We you won, won Chicago you won, State. You won Richmond and you won. Oh, that's right. So, yep, yeah, you're right. Three and two. Three and two. You I had two losses team. yesterday. Yeah. Yep. I had, I had two losses yesterday. Uh, all right. So, two of the lines that I like today. The first one. Yep. VMI Mercer. Me too. Who you got? I like well. I like the over okay. in that spot. I like Mercer. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you're going to go with someone, it's going to be Mercer. Um, but what kind of scares me off is that uh, the 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 projections, all the sites that kind of have these projections, are saying that VMI is a little bit better than what um, you know what what they've kind of looked like this season. So and what the the numbers valuing them at uh, the line is what is it plus four? It is no. The line is the line is seven, plus seven for seven VMI seven. Yeah, yeah. The line is plus seven, and the projections have him as like a three or four point underdog. So that worries me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I like the over in this spot because one, Mercer's by Greg Gary, who was the mastermind behind Purdue's offense from the Isaac Haas era the to the Carson Edwards era. He's gonna like yeah. that. He, the mastermind. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. I've talked. We've we've had long conversations about the the offense at the about the mastermind. Um, yeah. So Mercer wants to play fast. Uh, VMI is not running the same way that they ran under Doug or Balcom with, with Dan Earl coaching, but they'll still get out and run last year. They were top 25 in the country in tempo. Uh, I'm sorry, in 2019, they were top 25 this year. They're top 75. Uh, so both teams will get out and run if they need to. Ken Palm has that total at 147. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Ken, uh, the Ken Palm has it. Yeah, at 140. No, Ken Palm has it 150, and the total is at 147. Sorry, I'm confusing myself. I haven't had enough coffee yet today. So you got three points of value based off of what the Ken Palm projection is. So I like the over in that spot. And the reason why I say that is because I, I just don't see any way BMI is going to stop Mercer. I'm just not comfortable um, laying that many points for a road team. Um, Greg Gary's doing a good job building that thing up. I mean, with transfers, uh, he got his nephew Jeff Gary, who's been really good. Uh, they, they've done a they've done a really good job. So I, I'll take Mercer in that one. Uh, my favorite pick of the day may be the big rivalry between uh, South Dakota State and North Dakota State. Oh, who do you have? Because I, I have this game written down too. Who do you, you got to take the points in a rivalry like this? You got to take the points. Eight and a half. Like I like that. I mean, I don't know if I love it, but I. I in a rivalry game, and you're getting more than a handful of points, uh, you, you take it. North Dakota State started out really slow this year, uh, but Richmond's a really good coach. They'll be fine. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm 100% in agreement with you. Um, North Dakota State's going to slow that game down. Uh, they don't want to run. South Dakota State plays at a, a faster tempo. North Dakota State will slow it down, and I know they will slow it down because they slowed it down on the road against Creighton, and they slowed it down on the road against Kansas. And if you can slow it down against those two teams, you can slow it down against South Dakota State. And South Dakota State is really good. Don't get me wrong. But um, when you're only going to play like 65 to 68 possessions, uh, having those eight and a half points becomes much more valuable than if you're going to be playing. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're playing a game in the 60s, yeah. eight and a half points is different than it, than if you're playing a game in the 80s. This game is going to be played in the 60s. Hey, can, uh, we, the other- we have, um, can we have like guests come into this? For, yeah. for like for like five minutes on the on the on the best bet because I, I might have a guest I might be able to bring on a guest tomorrow for five we minutes. can do it we can do it like a like a surprise guest like once a week we, bring on somebody yeah we can do it we uh let we can have this conversation when we're not streaming live I think right. that's probably <laughs> better probably better people might want to hear if we're gonna have a big surprise guest tomorrow potentially. Okay. Okay. We'll have a big surprise guest, Goodman, um, and it'll probably be some like uh, some 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 coach from like the Meadows off the street here in Charleston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So North Dakota State plus eight and a half. The, the only thing I'll add is that uh, where they're really struggling right now has been three point shooting, and uh, the guys that are missing all those shots are the guys that the staff wants shooting those threes. So I, I just. Eventually, those shots are going to go down. I mean, Dave Richmond is too good of a coach to keep telling guys that are bad shooters to shoot. So that's just kind of where that is where I'm at with it. Uh, The only other two lines that were interesting to me that I'm not going to take are North Dakota plus three and a half for the same reasons as we're taking North Dakota State uh, rivalry game. It's actually kind of cool what they're doing at the Pentagon. So it's the three straight days: North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota, South Dakota State are just playing a round robin. They're all going to play each other. Try to it build out that. Uh, in more geographical areas, like it just it, it, it's logical. It makes sense. It's what really should have been done. You and I haven't talked about case comments at all. Uh, but if you want to hear my my take on those, uh, listen to the podcast that I did with Robbie Hummel on the Field of Sixty Eight Network. Um, what I will say is those crushing Coach K that he did this after a loss. He's been saying this for months now on every ACC call. He has been telling everybody for now the last four months that he did not want to start college basketball until January. So this isn't because his team stinks. Um, this has been something that that he's felt strongly about uh, for a long period of time. Now. 
counterpoint, counterpoint. Yeah. Maybe four months ago, he knew that his team stunk. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't think I about that. that one. I actually four months ago. Good call. Four months ago, you thought Duke was good. Coach K was like, "Nah, we suck." Like I know, I know what's coming. Well, let's stop Coach this K thing. Get no season. He wasn't even in the gym with him at that point. He wouldn't go into work about. So I don't think he, he he even knew. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe he knew he wasn't going to have the time with this team. You know, yeah. early on. But I mean, here's the other part of it. It's Duke and it's Coach K. Like you know, the jokes are going to be flying as soon as this happens. Like no matter what, it kind of it kind of is what it is, man. Like I, if I'm you just have to accept it if you're a Duke fan or if you're Coach K. Like, this is just – as soon as this happens, just open yourself up to it, and, and it's going to happen. Like, he he made salient points. He's not entirely wrong. Uh, I think that in every walk of life in the middle of, of the coronavirus era, reevaluating how we are doing things, like, on a daily basis has a lot of value and a lot of merit. And what said was not wrong. Also – Coach Kane, he's trying to duck out the season because he knows his team sucks. That's the truth. That there's no, you can never, you never convince me otherwise. So you got to be able to say both things and, and laugh about it. We're in sports, man. We, we got to be able to have some focus at some point. If you can't no, make fun no. of Duke, no. you can't make fun of Duke and Coach K for trying to duck out of a season. Like, what is what is the point of 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 this? Of very, everything that we're doing. Very true. Very true. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, home field apparel. Make sure you check out the website and twenty uh, percent off. And if you're smart, follow me, bet on the Aztecs, take the points. And if you're feeling frisky, jump on that money line. Goodman, happy betting, man. Good luck. I hope you get some winners. Arizona State. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.